Welcome to the Nola Row Experience Podcast. Raw, honest, relatable experiences that help us grow. Are you subscribed? If not, what are you waiting for? Go! And please, leave a review and help us grow while you're at it. Thank you. On today's episode, I am here with the beautiful Tracy Gan, who is a writer for Caribbean Life. And I'm a little bit excited and slightly nervous about this conversation. <laughs> Just a little bit, because... Um, it's, it's a little bit touchy for both of us and I don't think that the people who see your face would expect this topic. Mm -hmm. Y'all ready? All right. Y'all ready? Okay. But before we get into it, Hey girl, how are you? Let me introduce you to Shantor's Mood, our sponsor for today. It you, looking at this, you can't really tell what it is. No. You can't really tell what it is. And for the listeners, it's a beautifully wrapped container with a bow. And it has an awesome candle oh goodness. inside of it. So look at that. Oh, what? Smell Detail? It. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Listen. And that smells amazing. Shout out to Ingrid Murray. Thank you for this beautiful candle. I'm gonna light it. One of the scents that I fell in love with. She has five amazing scents. And because it's such a small space, I'm just gonna burn one for now. I really wanna preserve this candle. But what I've also heard about this candle is that it, it burns for a long time. And I'm curious to see what this scent turns into as we go into this conversation. So let's get into it. All right, so today, guys, we are talking about infidelity, aka the good old cheating. <laughs> I feel like we have all encountered this in some way or some form. And it's possible that it's because it's so embedded in culture. What's your opinion on that? Why is this thing something that I think we can all relate to on some level, whether we've been cheated on or we cheated? Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> well, like you said, it is embedded in culture. I feel like um, it's so embedded in culture that we've accepted it and to an extent we expect it. Ooh. And that's, um, it's extremely sad because, you know, once you're being told constantly that all men cheat, and I cannot speak from the other perspective of um, cheating, but being cheated on. <clears throat> I can only speak from that perspective. And you constantly hear things like, oh, all men cheat. It's just a normal thing. Um, and you don't leave. Um, oh, it's just cheating. Uh, and they make reference to people that we don't even know. We've never met. Beyonce, Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. She stayed. Who are you? And so I feel like when you are being um, fed that constantly, you start to believe it and you accept it. And then there are women who are berated for leaving as soon as a man cheats, especially if it's a wife um you're married or you have kids you are expected even more to stay 
because of those attachments. Uh, and when, when the women, they walk away, they're like, oh, she, you're going to go get another man. And he's going to cheat on you, too. So oh, why wow. not stay with the one that you're familiar with? So like you said, it's culturally embedded. Um, and not just in one culture or a black or Indian um, culture. It's This is a national pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's, it's we're global at this yes. point. So... Um, I like that you mentioned Beyonce because I've even seen on social media people say, well, if Beyonce is that beautiful and still gets cheated on, you know, then it's not about the looks. And when I hear people say things like that, I wonder, have we not learned anything all these years? If you look at the person who's, you know, like the side person, the side woman Mm -hmm. or whatever, it's not always necessarily a more beautiful person, you know? So what's your take on, you know, the other person not being as beautiful? Why would you even leave the person that you're with or potentially ruin a relationship to go off with somebody who's not as beautiful? Um, well, I think men venture off and anything that's old, I'll say this. If you're in a relationship, you've been in a relationship for a year, two years, um, that becomes old. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like men like to explore and this is not anything to, um, that I'm making excuses for Mm -hmm. them, but you know, obviously this is personal opinion. This is based on experience, direct and indirect. Um, men like new things, men are intrigued and also they like to, um, feel this new, exciting feeling. Mm. We've been together for two years. I am familiar with this. This is known to me. I know how you make me feel. Um, you know, I'm okay with this. I go and I talk to someone else and sparks and excitement Mm. erupts. And Mm. so you want to pursue that and you, you want to feel that. Um, and then necessarily like, like, like we're talking about, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z, we would say Beyonce has everything and, you know, Jay-Z still ventured out of his marriage, had kids and all of that. And it's still ventured out. Um, so like you said, it's not necessarily always beauty. I feel like it's just this feeling and men like to chase and they want to conquer. And so they've already conquered who they're with. So let me try to conquer something else and something else and something else. Yeah, or I think that's a general case. mindset. I, w- I wouldn't say all men, but definitely yes, a general mindset. And um, like you said early on, it's become like a norm, you know, so women subscribe to that mindset as well. Yes. So I did some research and I really love the, um, what marriage.com had to say about some of the reasons mm-hmm. why people cheat. I'm right? to hear. <laughs> but before we get into the reasons, I want to know what your definition of cheating is. What's your definition of infidelity? Um, so I feel like it's, it's not just physical. Um, infidelity is emotional. Once you connect mm. with someone emotionally, you're flirting with them. I believe that is emotionally cheating on your partner. So I think a lot of men say, um, oh, well, I didn't cheat because I did not have sex. We were I never just talking. Ta- yeah, we were just talking. Sir, ma'am, what we all was talking about? <laughs> Bomzy. 
<laughs> so I I feel like um you know you cheat emotionally and especially mm-hmm. for women if a woman mm-hmm. is to cheat the first way she's gonna cheat is to have an emotional connection and in a, in cases it's not even always physical but just to have someone to listen that to attention. and so that yes and so like you said intention you know sir again mm-hmm. you know what you want to do yeah. okay yeah so like I believe that's what it is. So my definition is just breaking an agreement because mm. there might be a couple out there who doesn't feel like the talking is cheating. Yes. They might feel like, oh, it's, if if nothing happened physically, then it's, not, it's cheating. not cheating. And if in that relationship they don't consider the talking and the emotional mm-hmm. stuff cheating, then I'm like, well, you know, every relationship has their definition of, of cheating. cheating. And they have an agreement with each other. I think people kind of agree, we're not going to cheat on each other. And then when you do, that's definitely a yeah. violation. So I'm going to go into what marriage.com had to say uh, about some of the reasons people cheat. Uh, one of the first things which I can relate to, and I'm going to briefly go into um, a story about mine, but lack of emotional fulfillment. For instance, if one partner is constantly busy with work and doesn't engage in meaningful conversations, the other might feel lonely. Mm-hmm. So I read my cheating story is, um, you know, it's easy for me to say, oh, I was cheated on. That's easy. That happened enough time, right? <laughs> but um, I am going to talk about when I did it um, oh. at, at age 19. Um, Tracy's like, oh, and y'all are also saying, oh, well, let me shut it down right now. Um, this was age 19 and um, haven't done it since, y'all. All right. Okay. Disclaimer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so um, I was on the train talking with a coworker about it. You cheated on the train? Damn. I oh, mean, I'm sorry. It, it might have happened on the train, <laughs> but... Um, I was okay. I was on the train with a coworker talking about my experience oh. with you know ha- being in a relationship and having this other guy, and she was like, you know, it sounds to me like you're just using this new guy mm. as emotional, emotional support. support. I was like, <laughs> mind blown. What? First of all, I've never heard that term, and yeah. I was like. Oh my gosh, I it never left my Most mind. Most women do that. And as you can see, I still remember it because it that was such an impactful statement that she made. And in that moment, I was like, she is so right. Yeah. This is literally you just need emotional support. That's all that was happening in that moment. So that that's the extent of my story, guys. That's me. Yeah, I thought that was, you thought was gonna get more juicy. <laughs> Sorry. That's it. Sorry, guys. But let me tell you uh, the other reason: uh, communication issues. Mm-hmm. For instance, if one partner desires more quality time together but fails to communicate this, the other might not realize the significance. This emotional gap could lead the neglected partner to seek companionship elsewhere, where they feel their emotions are valued. It's, it's the same thing, basically, but it's really yeah. not having the, I guess, communication. That open, honest communication. And I feel like it has a lot to do with feeling heard. Because mm. um, sometimes you do communicate. And you're not heard. Mm. Mm. And like, you could be talking, but the other person isn't listening. And so that indeed is a, a major factor for cheating it's still it's obviously not okay right um because you are emotionally damaging and hurting another person right 
Um, and that's not to say anyone is perfect or, yeah. or whatnot, but I feel too like men um, take advantage of, oh, women expect that they're going to cheat. They know they're going to be forgiven. And I think they, they take advantage of it. And they also put themselves in positions to cheat. Now, you know, um, you're attracted to a woman um, and you're going to still put yourself in a certain position, places, um, entertain certain conversation, not be mature and say, you know what? I'm not going to indulge. I'm not going to engage further. I should cut communication um, with this person because it leads to potentially, Yeah. Yeah. So you just touched on a really strong point that marriage.com mentioned. And one of the other reasons is tempting opportunity, right? Mm. For instance, a person regularly interacting with a coworker on business trips might find themselves forming an emotional bond due to shared experiences and increased time spent together, eventually leading to infidelity if proper boundaries aren't mm-hmm. maintained. So, yes. So... It's essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the the workplace is like a movable part. You can move that and put something else in, like yes. the gym or the park. Or, you know, <laughs> we're going to the park for a play day, but you know that Jimmy's mom is going to be there. And she's, the she's single or, or married. <laughs> and um, you know that there's some type of vibe or whatever there. And you keep, Some sort of connection. You keep going to the park. Yes. To see Jimmy's intention, mom. Mm-hmm. and then just putting yourself as they said, a tempting situation. Okay, so what you know? Let me, I'm going to mention one more, and then I'm going to ask you a question. So, alcohol or drug addiction? This is one that I didn't think about, and I thought mm. this was interesting. Someone battling alcoholism might impulse might make impulsive choices under the influence, leading to infidelity. They later regret. Addiction and uh, impulsivity can impair judgment and self-control, increasing the likelihood of engaging in behaviors that they might not engage in under rational circumstances. So that's one that I did not think about, but (laughs) you go out and you drink. How many times have you heard people say, I was drunk? Yeah. That's such a good alibi. Oh, It's such a common alibi. So what is, what's the biggest lesson you've learned? Um, being on the other side of cheating or being cheated on and how has that helped you grow um it has the biggest lesson for me is um you know not to invest your or center your entire life around another person Mm. so that was the biggest thing for me because you know after being cheated on um i was married Mm -hmm. so that was you know um I centered my entire life around that person. Mm. And so when that happened, I was so, I kind of also, and that was me. Um, I was not as close to my friends because everything was about the person. Right. You drifted. Um, I drifted away from my friends. And so when that happened, I was so devastated because this person was my entire world. Right. And so everything shattered. And so I've just learned to ensure that all of my relationships are in check. Friendship, family, mm. my relationship with God, um, that I am emotionally okay. And so, because, you know, you don't know what, what's going to happen in life. And this is not just about cheating, but any other thing that can happen. And so you have all of these different support systems. Um, so that was the biggest thing for me, not to center my life around one person, 
And I think a lot of women, they, um, they do that. You center your entire world. Everything is about who you're dating or who you're with or who you're married and you forget about God and family and friends. Um, so that was the biggest lesson for me, honestly. Um, and what was your other question? That was pretty much it. But you know, how did it help you grow? So that's all intertwined. Yeah. And I, you know, that's a really solid one. That's really, and, and we can use that as advice for people. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's really the, purpose of speaking about experiences that help us grow because if it's helped you grow yeah. somebody else can hear and say well damn i be, I be doing that you know let me call my friends up because even in that moment when you're devastated you Who probably you, you know you can't call well, exactly. probably can't i don't know but um when you isolate yourself like that it's definitely another level of devastation and wives i feel too like because as a wife i was like you know I am married, things are different. And indeed, things become different when you're married. And, you know, I want to be the best wife, the perfect wife, all of that. And so that was like my definition of being perfect, just giving myself completely to the person and to the relationship and isolating. And, you know, that's unhealthy. Obviously, even if it was just a friend that you're centering your entire life around or just your family, um, you know, if things fall apart, and you have issues you're gonna fall apart as well absolutely that yeah. is that's really good thank you for that all right so one of the other reasons according to marriage.com is uh why people cheat the feeling of being unwanted this often results when one partner is living a very successful and busy life and does not have time for their spouse when the other spouse starts feeling like their opinion and feelings don't matter they counteract the strong, undesired influence of cheating. In their heads, this act will bring back their dignity and self-esteem. They want to show that they're still worth it in somebody mm. else's eyes. I mean, people are out here cheating, men and women. And I, I think what often happens is we feel like it's like one of three things. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, that person is just promiscuous or, yes, you know, true. men always cheat. But guys, yes, men cheat. We know that. But we also have to remember that men are human, you know, and they have emotional stuff going on, too. They have needs. They have um, poor communication skills or a lack of tools that cause them to sometimes feel inadequate. And this could be, you know, maybe the woman is making more money. What about situations like that? Um, why would I feel like men who are obviously insecure, they will feel some type of way about that because a real man is going to uplift mm. um, his woman and mm. push her to, to reach for the skies instead of being intimidated and feeling insecure about that. That would be so ideal. You, because and then the thing, everything is not about money either in a relationship. You could be the one who is the emotional support, the mental support. Mm -hmm. You're strong in those areas. You do take care of, of the home. You're a good uh, man that could take care of your home physically and all of that. And and so what? The woman that you're with, she makes uh, more money, but she depends on you and it's how you see yourself. That's how the woman will see you as well. So if you mm -hmm. see yourself as inferior because you don't make enough financially, that's not on me get your money up or just 
build yourself up emotionally and mentally. And I strongly believe that everything starts mentally. Once you start to tell yourself that, you know, I am enough, what I'm doing is meaningful. And that person, that woman will show you um, that respect and Money that love. Money or not. Money or not. Yeah. You're dropping gems. Guys, guys, <laughs> we need sound effects. It's, oh my goodness. All right. So um, I we have a couple more reasons, but in the name of time, I am going to jump into one more. Oh, you know what? I'm going to jump into this one because it's not talked about a lot. And I feel like it might be common, but we don't really hear about it. It's common, but we don't talk about it. Make sense? Mm -hmm. All right. So when a partner wants to sabotage a relationship. Like, just leave. I'm sorry. Go. <laughs> <laughs> this could be a sheer case of vengeance when a partner, for some reason, wishes to inflict pain on the other before leaving. At the same time, it's also possible that the person... Uh, resorting to cheating in a relationship wants to end it, but wants the other person to initiate. In such cases, the cheating partner wants to get caught and expects the other partner to break up with them. Delusional. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know what? It does happen. I'm fed up. Like... <laughs> We don't talk about this, but it does happen where you might think, like, I think it's, it's one of those situations where there's somebody out there that can relate to this. Why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. They're looking at their partner like, everything is great. You're telling me you're happy. Why are you doing this? It could be sabotage. It could be sabotage and, and it's just lack of emotional maturity. Because if you something is not satisfying or fulfilling you anymore, you're going to do the right thing and you're going to be honest to say this is not working. Um, and if you, you know, if the other party wants to say, okay, suggest counseling, let's at least try to see if we're going to make it work um, before you leave, especially like, you know, in a marriage. But I feel like it's not even if, if you're not fulfilled, you're being cheated on um, and you feel like, all right, I'm just not going to waste my um, young age or, or just my time and my energy and it doesn't satisfy you, you have to do what's what's best for you. But <sighs> sabotage, yeah. Um that's wild. It's it's wild. Sabotage is crazy. It's and it I get it's a real thing. And I could I, I could also see the mindset of that person who's like, damn, but this person is great, but I just you know don't I don't feel be fulfilled here. anymore. Yeah. It's not working for me. As I said, <laughs> and leave. So here's the thing. I wanted to end this segment off with some solutions mm -hmm. but what you keep doing is mentioning solutions all along <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that you mentioned was counseling that's one of the things that i'm a very big advocate about yeah. if you don't have the tools if you don't know how to do it it's okay to go to somebody else yes and have them help you figure that out so i think that's the number one thing you mentioned just go Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it's not always that easy, but I like the counseling part. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with that as the, the final solution. Go talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. Figure out the, what you need in order to be fruitful in your relationship or to leave. Yes. It's a lot of different things you can do, but I think that one right there. It's super then, important. Yeah. I just believe, too, sitting with yourself. Like, I'm a person 
if I feel um, unhappy about things, I literally would sit with myself and they say you could talk to yourself, just don't respond. That's the Caribbean <laughs> thing. Um, so <laughs> I respond, I talk, I talk to myself, I don't respond, but I just kind of sit and meditate and, you know, to, to kind of find a direction in which, where I want to go. So I think that too, like you've got to sit with yourself. You've got to be honest first with self because you could go to counseling and that's important. But like, what is it that you need or want from the situation? And then move forward once you understand, okay, um, okay. Or I don't know what I want. Get counseling as well, but sit with yourself too, I think. And, uh, you know what? I'm going to say this. Sometimes people don't know what they want. Period. Mm -hmm. That's that. All right, so this segment is the SOA Q&A where our producer, Shot of Adrenaline, will ask us introspective questions that we have to answer. Mm -hmm. The only rule is you repeat the question, okay. then answer. Okay. You ready? Mm -hmm. All right, we ready? I think so. If I were in the multiverse, um, what advice would I give my 20-year-old self? And the topic is, it's regarding infidelity. Um, I would say to 20-year-old Tracy, um, keep building yourself up in God as you were doing. Build yourself up spiritually. Um, do not allow the mistakes of your father to live with you because that's something I've struggled with. The mistakes that my dad made, um, other people try to paint it on myself and my siblings that your dad is not of this caliber. And so I think, not think, I know I walked with that heavy for most of my life. And um, thank God I eventually broke loose from it to say I am my own person and I will not answer for the sins of my father. So I would tell myself, continue to build yourself up in church. Um, and dust the sins off or the mistakes off of your, that your dad, um, he did. And also to be confident in the person that you are and not allow a man to, um, to bring you down. So that's what I would say. Wow. Okay. That was a lot. <laughs> wow. Okay. I know you get down like this, girl. <laughs> All right. Me neither. <laughs> Okay, if I could change something in my grandparents' life that would impact my life today. Okay, you can make me emotional. Me too. I, I want to cry. I thought I was going to oh cry. <laughs> I have to say, wealth would have played a really integral role in how my grandparents ultimately um, ended up in life. I do feel like poverty played a huge role in them not even being alive anymore. You know, um, health, um, resources, definitely. Rest in peace to Irma and Gilford Rodney. I always honor them every birthday. 
I do stuff for them. And it's because I always remember that hearing that my grandmother was standing in line to vote in the hot sun in Guyana and got a heat stroke. And then the next day um, or days later, she passed away. That was hard to learn, you know, but um, I still remember seeing her walk down those stairs and I never saw her again. And I remember sitting on a couch watching TV with my grandfather and he literally just leaned like this and he died right there. I didn't even know that he was gone, but just thinking about their lives and how hard they had to work and how they struggled. Um, people like to say money d doesn't make you happy. Well, neither does poverty. All right, so we are going to jump into our third and last segment, which is called Happy Habits, but I need a moment to breathe. I just want to... Yeah, I understand. I do. Life happens and we learn. Mm -hmm. And if there's anything that's painful, you can you can be an alchemist. You can use that pain and morph it into something that helps you be better. So 100%. one thing I'm telling you, I'm I'm not I'm not being broke. Say it again. <laughs> We're not doing, we're not doing no, poor. No, sir. Okay. No, <laughs> Love my grandparents. Uh, so the happy habit is really about people feeling like something really extravagant has to happen for you to feel mm. good, for you to feel like you're happy. No. And we often end up missing those little opportunities or those little things that happen with us daily that we could you know tap into and feel joyful daily all day so what is one habit or something that you practice periodically or frequently that brings you joy um i'm always thanking god so for me the most important the most important things in life um is life and then health because you could be rich be wealthy and i, I was listening to a message um this morning with miles monroe and he was talking about wealth but he said you know a lot of people um, attribute wealth to just having money. And he said, emotionally, you should be wealthy. Um, mentally, you should be wealthy. Physically. And so have wealth in a very holistic way. So the biggest wealth for me is health. So I'm constantly thanking God that I have good health, that my family has good health. Because um, I had like a sort of a devastating news about my brother. We thought something was horribly wrong with him. And it just shifted. Because I'm always, I'm like, once no one is sick, we could deal with everything else. Mm -hmm. When we have problems in our family, we're like, all right, nobody's sick. Nobody's dying. All right, this is good. Yeah. We'll be fine. So I'm always like thankful for health and for life. So those are things that I practice. And I'm like, <laughs> my family, they could tell you. I am big on just little moments. Everything is a moment for me. Mm. And my sisters will be like, you're always doing a production for everything. <laughs> like, it's not that serious. But I, I'm just so thankful that, you know, everyone that I love, they're alive and they have health and strength because I have experienced death when I lost my one of my grandmother and my grandfather and I lost one of my nephew. Um, so, you know, I, I understand what it is, that feeling in your gut, that like never goes away that heaviness 
And so I'm constantly just thankful for life and for help um, for my family. Gratitude. I practice that like daily. Gratitude. Yeah. And, and you know what? People, the cheat code to joy and happiness is gratitude. Yes. Thank you for that. And uh, you know what? I am really in love with this candle. Big Me shout too. out to Shantor's Mood. Ingrid Murray, you have outdone done yourself. This is gorgeous. This is beautiful. Like Even when I got the candle, I, I didn't want to tie this because I'm like, I don't want this bow to look ugly. You know, I don't want to do a disservice to it. But this is amazing, beautiful. Thank you guys for sponsoring us today. And it smells amazing. I love it. Everything Thank about you. this candle, this package and everything. It's gorgeous. It smells good. Listen, mm -hmm. if you, like you're watching this, you want to get me a gift, get me one of these candles. <laughs> so before we head out, uh, where can everybody find you and what can they expect when they do? Um, so I am on all social media platforms. You can follow me on Instagram. Um, that's You can look for Tracy Khan or Trey A. Khan. And so, honestly, I do so many things, but my social media doesn't fully reflect that. Mm. Um, so, but, you know, I'm going to become more engaging. Um, currently, I'm also the social media strategist for an entertainment blog called Music Exclusives. Mm. So I'm doing a lot of work with them. And I also have my own uh, marketing business. I'm a digital marketer, one media management. So I do all digital marketing for... Um, events, businesses, event coordinating. So, um, you know, I do a lot of different things, but you can find me on Instagram and also um, on Facebook at, well, Tracy can. Tracy with the E. They always leave the E out for some I know. I battled with it. When I was emailing you, I, I battled with it. You got it right, though. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. And bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Nola Rowe Experience Podcast. Created and hosted by Nola Rowe. Produced by Take Action Media. Theme song by Mr. Malek. Sponsored by The Hills Restaurant, Brooklyn, New York. Listen to us on all podcast platforms and follow us on social media at the Nola Rowe Experience Podcast. Visit the Nola Rowe Experience Podcast.com and connect with us via email at talkwithnola at gmail.com.